आज सखी सतोरो घर आए मेरे मन आनंद भयोरी आज सखी आज सखी आज सखी दर्शन से सब आप विनाश दर्शन से सब आप विनाश दर सब दूर गयोरी दर्शन से सब आप विनाश दुख दरी दर सब दूर गयोरी अमृत वचन सुनत तम नाशो अमृत वचन सुनत तम नाशो घट भीतर प्रभु पायलोरी आज सखी सतगुरु घर आए मेरे मन आनंद भयोरी आज सखी आज सखी आज सखी जन्म जन्म के संशय टूटे जन्म जन्म के संशय टूटे भव भयताप मिटाया गयोरी ब्रह्मानंद दास दासन को ब्रह्मानंद दास दासन को चरण कमल लिपटाया रखोरी आज सखी सतगुरु घर आए मेरे मन आनंद भयोरी श्री कृष्णा सहनावतु सहनौ भुनक्तु सहवीर्यंकरवाहैतेजस्विनावधीतमस्तुमावेद्विशावहैओम्शान्तिशान्तिशान्तिगुरुर्ब्रह्मागुरुर्विष्णुः गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरुरेव परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्रीगुरव नम तस्म श्रीगुरव नम
<clears throat> Good to see many of you. Would be great to see all of you. This effort started about two, three years ago. <clears throat> After the first Yub batch, there were many who started contacting after a month or two saying, we have satsang withdrawal symptoms. It's something to keep us connected, something that can keep our minds tuned in back to the satsang forum wherein many of us can have a glorious nap most of the yep you know, but at least here it is unmonitored you are in front of the monitor but you are still unmonitored but nonetheless the collective wisdom or the collective samashti sankalpa was that we start this satsang. <clears throat> so just in the summer we don't have these classes, these satsang in, on Sundays. But otherwise, even if I'm traveling, I try to carry a camera and all the setup so that you get a live feed and we have this satsang. So we have seen quite a few texts. We have gone through Kathopanishad was our earlier one. <clears throat> so this batch as it ended, we were planning to have, I was planning to have Kenopanishad as the study. For those of you who need to read or prep on our Saket website, there is the entire Pravachan of Puja Guruji on Kenopanishad and it is downloadable. You can listen to it <clears throat> on a regular basis. Kenopanishad is one of the Upanishads which comes under the classification of major Upanishads. Now, when I say major or minor, it is not that the content of the Upanishad is major or minor. The content is uniform. The content is talking about that supreme reality alone. But the majorness or the minorness is not according to the aging of this Upanishad either. The older ones are called major and the younger ones are called minor. Though when you refer to Wikipedia or other forums, they have the tendency to speak the language of the age of the Upanishad, the age of the Vedas. <clears throat> but we don't subscribe to that philosophy either because this Vedic knowledge is called Apaurusheya, that which is not given by an author. Purusha Krita is authorship. A Paurusheya, that which is not written by anyone. Now, how can something not be written by anyone? So once Guruji was asked, this is ridiculous. How can something not have an authorship? <clears throat> so Guruji asked, can you tell any language in the world that which we communicate in. Do you know who the author of that language is? We have grammars written by various people and yes, there is an authorship there, but the language as such, who is the author of English? What? Something written in English? Yes, I can give you an authorship of that. Even if it is plagiarized. But English as such as a language, music is an author for it. It's an ancient wisdom. 
that is what is the vedic literature and of this vedic literature upanishad is the knowledge portion of the knowledge portion <clears throat> whenever there is a tradition whenever there is a sampradaya a school of thought that has, has to be introduced whether it is advaita vishishta advaita or dvaita or nimbarka or various other you know gauda sampradaya various sampradayas or traditions out there when they have to introduce their sampradaya they have to comment on three works which is called prasthanatraya one of the traya means three prasthanatraya a proposal based on the three what are the three the first is 10 upanishads the second one is the entire 700 shlokas of bhagavad gita and the third is the brahma sutras 555 sutras so all these put together is called prasthanatraya and because all these sampradaya karta the one who envisioned that custom or tradition like the advaita siddhanta is by adi shankaracharya ji so he will find the commentaries of adi shankaracharya ji on all these three and because these 10 upanishad form the major chunk of those three works these 10 upanishads are called major upanishads as a reference point isha kena katha prashna मुंड मांडुक्य तैत्रीय ऐत्रीय छांदोग्य बृहदारण्यक स्वामीजीडोपनिषद there are various commentators who comment that it is this upanishad that adi shankaracharya ji unusually has commented twice one is called vakya bhashya the other is called pada bhashya probably he came back to this keno upanishad said i need to revisit what has been spoken based off of keno upanishad and he gives a completely different and yet a new depth to this upanishad in his commentary <clears throat> now what is this upanishad and what kind of preparation does the student need to have if you talk to the traditionalists they'll have a big objection to the very pursuit that we are having today is upanishads are not supposed to be the subject in the evenings because by evenings the human mind which has gone through the entire day is tired and comes to the upanishad only to find you know basking in the glory of sleep as with the tiredness you cannot pursue so upanishads have always been the subject of discussion in the early mornings if you talk to the traditionalists and if you talk to the traditionalists and orthodox people they would say that upanishads are a subject that somebody has to pursue after having a mastery over sanskritam as a language meaning you should have spent about 8 to 10 years learning and mastering sanskritam and then pursuing understanding upanishads now in this day and world to find time has become an impossible task so it was gurudev who brought in the upanishads and the upanishadic language to the public forum there were a lot of people that objected saying that you know these are to be given only to those who are qualified and qualifications were in its own dogma that only men only men of the brahmin class only at a certain time and certain space that this has to be talked about and if an anadhikari gets it the one who is giving this knowledge 
gets the sin of sharing this knowledge. And he was threatened that molten what is it? lead has to be poured into his mouth so that his you know tongue doesn't talk, speak on this language again. Remember on the Gurudev musical, we had that particular segment of dialogue wherein people objected to his speaking on this subject. And Gurudev was, you know, taken to Swami Chandrasekharendra Saraswati, who was the head uh, pontiff of Kan Kanchi Mahapita, Shankar Pita. And he said, looked at Gurudev and he said, Saraswati is dancing on his tongue. Who can stop him? And blessed with that, he came back and started roaring the truth and wisdom. And when somebody questioned him, he would say, those who are anadhikari, unqualified, don't worry about them. Either they will get an urgent task right at that one hour period where this is being discussed and they will not attend it. Or even if they have enough punya to attend the environment, once having entered the environment, their punya doesn't stack up for the rest of the one hour, they would gloriously go into snoring glory. <laughs> but they'll sleep through it if they're anadhikaris. So, but he brought this wisdom. And in those days, in the initial effort, since 1950, he would speak for 100 plus days, 90 plus days on each Upanishad. And these books that we have, you know, the Keno Upanishad, just because it is K-E-N-O, don't call it Kino. No, it is Keno Upanishad. And these books were transcribed as he was speaking, people will write down in shorthand about six, seven of them. And Gurudev would sit with those copies and handwrite. In those days, there was something called uh, cyclostyle. So they would write down on a carbon paper and that imprinted written hand copy would be used in a cyclostyle printing. And that he would distribute as the notes for each day. And thus compiled were these books. And if you read the introduction to each Upanishad would be half of the Upanishad book. And just because it says introduction and not the mantra, don't skip it through. I would urge and request each one of you to go through. And my personal favorite of Gurudev's introduction is Isha Vasyopanishad introduction. About 90 plus pages of pure Vedanta slam dunk. And if you read that, you'll have no confusion about who you are, what you are, and how do you proceed in this life. Many of those excerpts have been included in the book called Self-Unfoldment. <clears throat> what kind of mindset is required to study Upanishads? A Gurudev gives a very ideal way of thinking. He says, when you are learning the secular field of knowledge, you require a sharp mind, unwavering mind, and a very settled, subtle intellect to grasp the subjects of physics, chemistry, science, you know, various such subjects. But for the Upanishads, it comes in Gurudev's own introduction. He says, yes, we may wear the shoes of mind and intellect to pursue our pursuits in the world outside. But then when you come to the sanctum sanctorum of Upanishads, we have to remove these shoes, put them out in the, uh, what do you call that? Shoe area. Shurak, and then enter bare feet into the sanctum sanctorum of Upanishad. And that seems to be quite a surprise because without the mind and intellect, how do I pursue to understand? Now I go back to my famous movie reference. 
and what would I usually refer to? The matrix. So there, there is the uh, construct wherein they both are trying to fight Jujutsu. Jujutsu, Jujutsu, huh, same, same difference. And there he says, stop trying to hit me and hit me. If you're trying to plan, understand it, it is not possible. But instead, it's again like the spoon. If you try bending it, it is impossible. It is instead you bend and the spoon bends along. Let the understanding happen. It's some process which we have never attempted at. We struggle through the process of intellectualization that I have to grasp it. I have to uh, you know, grab that understanding. I have to own that understanding. Yes, I feel good. I feel the kick of understanding it. What we have understood is only the concept. And these words of the Upanishad are not talking about a concept, but they are merely a pointer pointing at something which is beyond the mind and intellect, which is our true nature. Therefore, this wisdom becomes subtle because it is not a feeling. I feel I understood. Get over yourself. It is not a concept to create a block saying, yes, now I have understood this concept. I, the true self, is neither a feeling nor a concept. It is that because of which there is a conceptualization of the world and that world that I interact with can be possible. It is that because of whose presence that the feelings can be enriched. Therefore, when we say that my true nature is happiness, happiness cannot be a feeling, happiness cannot be a concept. And happiness is definitely not a journey, it is a destination to be firmly abiding in. And this wisdom is not given by force. The book, the scripture says it, therefore thou shall listen to this. There is no such force. See, it is something like even the mundane science world or field that you are trying to understand, grasp. And you have gone through trying to memorize it. And you have the formulas and you have the uh, definitions and you have memorized everything, but it doesn't sink in. And one small example or something that you read and suddenly it hits you. And that is not a process of conceptualization. That understanding is deeper than a concept. Similarly is the field of Upanishads. Therefore, the Prathama mantra, the first mantra that we all sit together and chant, Sahana Vavatu. Let us begin the journey together. As a teacher and taught, let us begin that journey together. And this journey is not a one-sided journey wherein it's a monologue or a forced environment wherein you try to infuse this into the listener. Unless the listener comes with a possibility of Shraddha. And let us not with, come with a come on a high horse of self-righteousness that I'm better than the rest of them. I don't need such knowledge. I can learn things by myself. Let us not come on the high horse of self-righteousness wherein we come here to evaluate others and their practices. It has got nothing to do with the externalities of who comes, what environment they come in from. 
if somebody is sitting in front of gangaji and is praying oh mother ganga quench my thirst bevkuf jaake piyo na fool go drink no no i am praying you are not bhishma that mother ganga will suddenly jump in fall into your mouth put effort go drink there will be people who will not understand the process and not apply it properly and just because there are such people should we stop going to ganga ji for our own personal quenching of thirst and that is foolish it is for our growth our personal growth whether the others around us benefit from it or not like if somebody is sitting in front of the table and you know your everybody is hungry but they are not touching the food they are they are doing the mantra you know let the food satiate me brahmar panam brahmavi brahmag no the mantra is not going to satiate and you have been waiting for them to start eating and then you come to a point guys uh, you are touching the food or not i am going in i am eating i cannot tolerate this nonsense no more similarly is this wisdom it is for understanding one's own self and growing sahana bhavatu sahanau bhunaktu as the upanishads unfold as the teacher reveals the meaning out of the experience to the students it is not an instant wisdom that is going to suddenly you know unleash itself whoa there is that wow moment and suddenly i have yeah in the movies it yeah it, it feels good that suddenly there is a halo around and then you get up and uh, this is not a movie this is real life it's a process of iteration wherein i listen by listening what happens is the ignorance that i did not know is removed that which i have heard the practicality of it is when i do manana manana constant reflection contemplation on what i have heard a basis of understanding is evolved that understanding when applied in day to day life it gets tested based on that testing it's not that right on the first stage we will be successful with anything in life have we ever succeeded on the first attempt have you seen a kid eat food you know they have those uh, high chair and there is a little table kind of a thing they are locked in and food is dumped literally it is on the plate but they don't like it on the plate and they attempt and their attempt how difficult is it for the hand to go into the mouth but for the kid it's a new experience for the hand to go to the mouth it goes through the ears the eyes the nose the hair it goes everywhere have you seen those kids like you have to put one and a half times food that the kid would eat because half of the food is thrown all over the place don't we you see them and they, they they enjoy enjoy doing that and then some of it goes inside over a period of time of course there are some of us who even today while eating there is so much that falls around the plate unconsciously eating and the other half falls on to their they feed their kurtas or shirts or t-shirts there are sparkling glorious uh what do you call souvenirs that are left on the and if your beard is as long as mine sometimes on the beard as well 
You become master at it, wherein it goes in one attempt, straight into the mouth. Whoa, how did you do that? First attempt, years of practice. Walking, did we start, you know, right straight from the mother's womb as soon as your head popped out? Chalo, hotto! Started running? Nah. Lying there on the back over a few years, at least a couple of years before you become master at it. Initially, when they have that balance understood, it's almost like they're tumbling. And then they stop, gain the balance. Again, I fall so many times. Don't give up. They don't give up. Cycling. Has there anybody who has learned cycling without falling? Everybody had patchworks. Swimming. Without sinking. Without gulping that chlorinated water. We've <laughs> gone through all that. Similarly here, over a period of time, experimenting and finding that nugget of wisdom after few iterations. That it is not just that the Upanishad is speaking. I have my personal experience which validates what the Upanishad is speaking. Sahanau bhunaktu. And it is not by magic. You know, some people come and say that, Swamiji, put your hand on my head. Why? Your wisdom will flow. Wow. As I say always, if that were true, I would put both my hands, both my feet on my own head. Wisdom will flow. There's no shortcut. Sahaviryam Karavavahai. The consistency of effort. It's not once in a blue moon, once in a while. You know, that's why we come to Saket Swamiji, Sunday, Sunday, so that we can plug ourselves into this Upanishadic knowledge and feel charged. Hey, the spelling is not S-O-C-K-E-T. It is S-A-A-K-E-T. Those who understood, understood. <laughs> it has to be a consistent effort. How consistent? As consistent as we eat. As consistent as we breathe. That consistently this knowledge has to be understood, applied, revisited and firmly abided in. If you take it in the right spirit, there is never a failure. Failure is just a term created by those who give up hope. Because every failure has a teaching moment in it. Something that is so personal that can be learnt through our own personal moments of not grasping how it has to be applied. A failure should not stop us from saying that, oh, I'll stop attempting at it. There's no failure. It's a learning curve. And there have been people who have tried teaching me cards, playing cards. I could not pick it up. The learning curve is too steep for me in that. Swamiji, this is so simple. How many cards in a deck? Okay. Remove the jokers. Oh, with the jokers, it is 54. Okay, thank you. See, that also. So there are you know, seven of us. There are so many decks mixed in. And there are only these many possibilities. And if you have this and they are throwing this kind of cards, you can read. 
the steep learning curve there. But some of us are like so intuitive. Oh, I get it. The third game that you are in, you are like a pro. There's no more amateurness there. We picked up so many things like that. Virya, virya, the consistency of effort. Sahaviryam karavavahi. And what is the proof that what I am doing is actually benefiting me? Tejasvinavadhi tamastu. That this knowledge starts reflecting in my intellect as clarity. And it should not be decided from the folks that are there, you know, whether they have achieved their clarity or not, irrespective of that. If in your classroom, in your college, I hear there sometimes in undergrad schools there have you know what 200 kids in one classroom. If 180 don't get it. Do you stop going to that class? Because it is not with respect to their understanding, it is respect to my understanding. And how that clarity flows in my day-to-day -day life. That is what should be the benchmark. Oh, I stopped going to that chem. What do you call that? Beginner's chem. Why? 180 of us were failing. Were you the one? No, no, not me. Then what stopped you from? Others were failing, so I didn't feel like going in it. That shouldn't be even the standpoint. After listening and doing the contemplation on it, does it open up a possibility of clarity in my day-to-day -day life? Tejasvinavadhi <clears> tamastu. <throat> Ma vidvishavahai. If you fall, if you fail, don't blame and have negativity towards the very process. You're thirsty, and there is Gangaji walking to her, and you did not see the path clearly, and you stepped on a thorn. Would you get angry on Gangaji and stop going to Gangaji or to that source of river or water? No, remove Gangaji. There's a tap of water and you're walking. There was a pipe you did not see. You tripped, fell, and then you turn around and say, Jump, my pita. I don't want to drink anymore. You fell down. It doesn't, it shouldn't stop you from quenching your thirst. No, I, I don't think I have lost my belief that it will quench my thirst. Argument. And I'm not making this up. Very intelligently, they'll sit across and try to argue on these points. I can just give them the grace period and say neo-intellectualism. Oh God, make them grow fast. I mean, as of yesterday. Tejas vinavadhi tamastu. Ma vidvishavahi. May there not be a hatred because of comparison with others. See, others are growing so fast. I am not. I don't think this, I am cut out for this. If somebody eats fast and finishes up his or her dinner or lunch fast, does it have to be the parameter for you to decide whether you should eat further or not? See, others have completed. I have not. I'm still stuck with my second routine. One bite at a time. 
वन स्टेप एट ए टाइम वन डे एट ए टाइम नो आई हैव नॉट गॉन टू दी एनोनिमस ग्रुप्स वेर दे से ओ डैट वन डे एट ए टाइम I was what? There was a recent boxing movie, Creed, was it? Ah, uh, one punch at a time, one round at a time, one game at a time. So let there not be comparison with others, because comparisons create competitions. Competitions create jealousy, and then it is tumbling down. now the greatest comparison every guru out there since eternity has been always blamed of playing favoritisms born out of you know comparisons oh they not very favorite why because there is some special attention given now when somebody gets a little you know a paper cut and the child is crying just because the child is making lot of noise do you think that wound requires that kind of attention you just put a bandaid make it look exciting what spidey they have i have seen a spider man uh, thing to oh, swami ji mm. yeah like hari om ha <sighs> and somebody who has his finger cut and like they need more attention see both of us went at the same time he gets a first attention because i know i am not loved at all i am not cared for at all i am not... what ma with vishava that should not be the standpoint see i have been standing in line that fellow gets a bigger medicine bigger injection i get nothing it depends on what is the ailment isn't it ma with vishava let these comparisons not be the uh baseline for evaluating growth on a spiritual path this upanishad <clears throat> what is the name of this upanishad kena upanishad is from the samaveda it is the talvakar shakha the ninth chapter in that talvakar shakha the earlier eight chapters talk about different karma kanda different process of upasana the ninth chapter though focuses purely on the upanishadic knowledge so this samaveda mantra as invocation as a shanti patha is different see each upanishad has like if you have done ganesha atharva shirsha what is the shanti mantra there bhadram karane vishrunu yama devah so all the atharva veda mantras or atharva veda upanishads start with the shanti mantra bhadram karane bhi so similarly for the samaveda the mantra is different those of you who have these books open up to the invocation hopefully your print and my print are same i am on page 45 hopefully you are on the same page no it should be one or two pages here and there what is the page number okay you are see not fair you are three pages ahead of me mahavid vishavahi because what matters is the content is on the same page so please repeat after me today we will see this mantra 
ಆಪ್ಯಾಪ್ಯಾಣ ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರ ಅಥೋ ಬಲ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾಷದ it is not that mama <laughs> not uncle here mama mama brahma nirakarot no here i am dividing that word so since most of you have learned sanskrit so you should be able to realize that brahma nirakarot <clears throat> ಅನಿರಾಕರಣ ಅಸ್ತು ಅನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೆ ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮ ತೇ ಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ರಿಪೀಟ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ಮೀ ಓಂ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಮೇ ಮೇ ದ ಗ್ರೋತ್ ಬಿ ವಿಗರಸ್ ಆಫ್ ವಾಟ್ ಮಮ ಅಂಗಾಣಿ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಲಿಮ್ಸ್ ಮೀನಿಂಗ್ ಮೇ ಮೈ ಲಿಮ್ಸ್ ಗ್ರೋ ಟು ಇಟ್ಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಪೊಟೆನ್ಸಿ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಯಂಗ್ ಬಟ್ ದೆನ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಟಯರ್ಡ್ ಯು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ವರ್ಕ್ ಅಪ್ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಯು ಜಸ್ಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಡ್ ಫೈವ್ ಅವರ್ ಎನರ್ಜಿ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಓ ಗಾಡ್ ಎಸ್ ಎ ಡೋಂಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಟರ್ಬ್ ಮೀ ಹೀ ಇಸ್ ಇರ್ರಿಟ್ರಿಯಬಲ್ ಕೇಸ್ may my limbs evolve to maximum capacity that they are fully charged available for its maximum optimum utility apyayantu mamangani what are you talking about what kind of anga are you talking about vak pranaha chakshuhu shrotram like vak the speech now when i say speech most of these mothers when they come with their children still toddlers and this is swami ji it's you know this fellow is already 2 years old does not say a single word a a is on the only word that he says for everything do you think there is something wrong or do you think i have some x-ray vision or some kind of thing that i should be able to say that kuch nahi hoga ja balike tera putra i don't know it comes with the turf of orange robes i believe that next to google should be a orange robe that they know answers for everything in the world 
Swamiji, what to do? So there was somebody with Guruji recently in the camp, and it was the same complaint that you know Swamiji doesn't speak. So Guruji looked at the rest of us acharyas sitting there, and then it was like that desperate look. What do I do, man? <laughs> I don't have any magic wand and say, and then uh, speak a tum verb a tum, and then all the verbs and everything start coming up. No, it cannot. Guruji, out of his utter patience and uh, karuna, compassion, uh, can he hear? Usually those who cannot speak is not because they cannot speak, it is because they have never heard anything, therefore they cannot imitate it and repeat it. So can you he can he hear and then he immediately, hey, ah, he, he turns, give him time. There will be a time wherein you will come back and say, Swamiji, how to stop him? Walk, speech. Full potency meaning, full potential of that speech meaning to understand when to speak, when not to speak, how to speak, how much to speak, and finally, when to Haryom. What does Haryom mean? Shut up. When to shut up? When to withdraw? You know, you say that next word and it will become not a dis discussion, but it will become an argument. You know it. But still, kya kare? control nahi hota. There is like an eczema itch. There is like an itch on the tongue. I have to spit it out. I have to say it. Otherwise, feel so relieved. And the other person is now frustrated and says something, and then you also retard back. Now, that is not called optimum utility of speech. To know when to speak, when not to speak, how much to speak, how much not to speak, when to withdraw. Shut up. Now, don't use it on somebody else saying, Did not Swamiji say Hariyom? No, it is for yourself. Vak pranaha. Pranaha, the breathing. If you can control your breathing, you can maximize your output and the potential of working and interacting with the world. Physiological activities are churned into activity by this prana shakti. We are not even aware that we breathe. When we are busy in our world, that's why they say, hey, take a breather. And then we smart Alex say, I need to go out and have some fresh air. What they actually mean is to spoil that air outside. You know what I mean, right? Nityagni Hotri. Earlier there were the Veda Panditas who would do constant Agni Hotra. Sac you know, uh, sacrificial fire and they would invoke fire. These people are the new age Nityagni Hotri. Every two hours one, they invoke fire. And you ask them, why do you get into such nasty habit? I also don't like it, therefore I burn it down to ashes. Smart Alex. But when you get so worked up, what do they say? Take a breather. You become conscious of it. The more conscious you are, the output in your interaction is multiplied. Vak, Pranaha, Chakshuhu, Shrotra, the Jnanendriyas and the Karmendriyas. May they have optimum growth so that my interaction is seamless with the world outside. 
ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮಮಾಂಗಾಣಿ ವಾಕ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಂ ಅಥೋ ಬಲಂ ಇಂದ್ರಿಯಾಣಿ ಚ ಸರ್ವಾಣಿ ಮೇ ದೇ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ ಸ್ಟ್ರೆಂಗ್ತ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಹಸ್ಬೆಂಡ್ ಗೋಸ್ ಟು ದ ಡಾಕ್ಟರ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಐ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಮೈ ವೈಫ್ ಇಸ್ ಬಿಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಡೆಫ್ ಶಿ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ರೆಸ್ಪಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ವೆನ್ ಐ ಕಾಲ್ ಹರ್ so this is the doctor says do the space test say from 50 feet away so as he is opening the door he says honey what are you up to she doesn't respond so that's about 60 feet away so he is removing the shoes put his coat in the coat hanger and says honey what are you up to still doesn't respond that's about you know, 40 feet away 30 feet away he is in to the living room she is not there as a honey what are you up to still doesn't respond and he goes to the kitchen that's where the light is so he goes there and says honey what are you up to and she says this is the fourth time i'm telling you who is having the problem we think that it is the world around us which has a problem no it is i who have the problem may i be strengthened to understand realize where lies the problem if it is not you you should be able to accommodate if it is you you should be able to change balam indriyani cha sarvani and then he continues to say sarvam brahmopanishadam ಮಾಹಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕರೋತ್ ಮೇ ದಿಸ್ ವಿಸ್ಡಮ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ಸ್ ರಿವೀಲ್ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಅಪ್ರೋಚ್ ದಿಸ್ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ವಿತ್ ಶ್ರದ್ಧಾ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಸ್ಪೀಕಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ರೀಸೆಂಟ್ ಮಹಾಸಮಾಧಿ ಕ್ಯಾಂಪ್ ದಟ್ ವೆನ್ ವಿ ಅಪ್ರೋಚ್ approach with shraddha not with doubt but with investigative mindset a doubtful mind would come with its own prejudicial approach of negating everything that has been said not even giving a possibility that it could reveal something which is more beneficial come with shraddha may this brahma vidya reveal its essence unto me maham brahma nirakarot may this wisdom not reject me meaning i may come with my own inadequacies unpreparedness and yet may the scripture may the shruti shruti mata the vedic literature may that wisdom may that teacher may that teacher's essence turn to me in compassion and may it not reject me meaning may that understanding not be missed anirakaranam astu anirakaranam me astu may that rejection from the scriptures from the lord from the uh, guru not ever happen see what is the worst fear is not to be scolded See, if you get scolded then there is some kind of peace i have done i have said i have now confessed i have been scolded uh, there is some you know redeemable corner for me out there 
you confess that you don't get scolded you don't get reprimanded and suddenly you are all in self doubt what happened why am i not being scolded have i been like neglected that sense of being neglected is worse than being scolded may guru god and scripture always be in my favor may they never neglect me anirakaranam me astu anirakaranam me astu tadatmani tat atmani nirate ya upanishatsu dharmaha te mai santu te mai santu let all the values which are given in the scripture reflect in my wisdom as virtues it's a very beautiful subtle factor embedded in here what are values and virtues values are that which are respected in others he is a very truthful person you know what about its application in your life sometimes i'm not that bad people you have the habit of saying i'm not that bad what does it mean thanks for your honesty but it means that you are not that good either values we respect in others or expect in others but when these values start reflecting in our life they become virtues that is when we become virtuous individual may these pointers that are given by the upanishad may they be understood and may they reflect in my day to day action as virtues upanishad su dharmaha te mai santu may they be firmly abiding in me om shant shant shanti there are trividha taap three kinds of uh, discord or disturbances one is called adi bhautika the second is called adi daivika and the third is called adhyatmika adi bhautika that i did want to come to the satsang but then my car failed or i had some fever i couldn't attend i thought i would listen to it over the net but my computer went into that uh, uh, you know upgrading what do you call that uh, update and it says don't switch it off and it keeps going on in those circles half an hour 40 minutes and it says don't turn it off some kind of hindrance some kind of disturbance that doesn't allow me to participate and learn adi bhautika adi daivika adi daivika there was a tornado or a storm in dallas if you have you know snow yes not like minneapolis or those god for second places <laughs> when when it snows it snows like like humongous piles and it turns into sleet and people here they think they can drive especially those who have bigger muscle bigger uh, wheels bigger the size dumber they are that they can't drive they think they can jam their feet into that and then they spin around especially in the winter seasons usually i am very like up there competitive speed kind of but when i see these pickups 
at a stop sign at a traffic signal i give at least three cars distance and park wait because they are going to jam it and they are going to spin around so if there is a sleeting kind of environments that doesn't allow me to go adi daivika and adhyatmika that i have come to that environment i am sitting in that environment but <laughs> you should see those eyes it's like heavy lead on those eyelids and somebody laughs and not because we want to listen is anybody watching me sleep no adhyatmika the tamasic nature or rajasic nature something agitating happened and you still carry it in your head and you are sitting there and everybody is busy listening and somebody is like seriously looking at a strange reference point and luckily it is only one person therefore it is not that scary imagine if you are speaking and of the 20 heads 18 heads are looking at somewhere else where nobody is sitting and watching like that immediately you have to say bhut prayat pishach nikat nahi aave mahavir jamana usnave somebody else is sitting there usually it is some distraction up from within that you are not able to focus either tamasic or rajasic those are the adhyatmika tap may i not be influenced by any one of these tap at any layer o lord o shruti mata bless me with that right environment and aptitude to understand and have the scope of that understanding to reveal itself unto me om shant shant shanti we'll continue it next week पूर्णमद पूर्णमद पूर्णमुदच्यते पूर्णस्य पूर्णमादाय पूर्णमेवावशिष्यते शांति 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 हरि ओं श्रीगुरभ्यो नम हरि ओं